In Middle Tennessee Music. This is Chris. And this is Richard. And we're from the heavy band ZI Forda, UK based heavy band ZI Forda. And uh, we're going to answer a few questions for you guys, and it's a privilege to answer these questions. That's right, you're tuned into another episode of the Mid 10 Listens Podcast, Joshua Smotherman, Middle Tennessee Music.com. And today I've got a fun, humorous, and special treat interview with. UK-based heavy rockers, Zedi Forder. And uh, we're going to ask some questions, listen to them ramble on. They'll talk about all the great folks that have come out of Middle Tennessee, whether their facts are actually historical, historically accurate or not. That's uh, for time to tell. And uh, we're just going to have a fun time with this one, guys. So tell us, where are you from in the UK, and what style of music do you guys create in your own words? Oh, we're from, as I said, we're from the UK. We're from the, the bottom of the UK. We're English. The bum, the bum of the UK. We're from the, the, the anus of the UK. The fanny. In uh, Surrey. The UK is split up into counties. That's the, that's the county we're from. It's lovely. It's a lovely place. It's leafy. It's, it's very pretty. Very leafy. posh. Sorry. Well, I, I'm from Surrey, but I'm from Hampshire, from... which is also posh, and it's even further towards the bum crack of, the, of, of England. <laughs> what style of music do we create? We create uh, heavy rock. Heavy rock. You, some people could call it uh, alternative metal, but we're in that sphere. Heavy rock sounds sort of a bit old school, but I wouldn't say it's old school. Yeah, it's all within the rock genre. Genre. Where? We try and do so. We try and kick things around a bit. There's a lot of rock bands around. We try and uh, keep things as fresh as humanly possible, and as uh, relevant as humanly possible. Fresh, relevant, good tunes, good melodies, good things to to bang your head to a bit as well. Yeah, man. Hopefully, punch people in the nuts. Some too. substance, lyric, lyrical substance that people can get. We're like a we're like a, f- a fine fruit, aren't we, Rich? With many facets to our flavour and texture. You have to feel like the a fruit. Quince. A quince, perhaps. You, <laughs> I don't know what a fucking quince is, man. What is a quince? A quince is a kind of fruit. I think they... they some people think that the, uh, the forbidden fruit was in fact a quince. <laughs> What's a fucking quince? In the Garden of Eden. I'm going to have to look that up. i have to Google that. That's one of the first things I do. But like any fruit, you must feel us to make sure we're ripe. And tender and juicy. <laughs> and in, in this case, we're a band, so by feeling, you have to feel us out, you have to listen to us, and hopefully appreciate what we're putting out there. Our, our juicy sounds. Tell us what led you guys down this path of music, and what motivates you two to stay the course? Probably Satan. Yeah. Satan. Um, he's persuasive. And in what way does he motivate you to stay the course? <laughs> With his, with his fiery anger and his pricking trident <laughs> on my tender posterior. Oh, man. <laughs> what led me down a path of music? I've been playing music. This is Chris speaking. In case you can't differentiate between our voices. Um, I've been playing music, perhaps like you, since I was a, a teenager. Young teenager. How young of a teenager? 13. That's the youngest possible teenager. 
I was just a teenager. Otherwise, I'd be like a juvenile. I, but I wasn't playing music. I was listening to music. I was listening to a lot of music when I was a younger kid. Jason Donovan. Uh, oh, Kylie Minogue, the double, obviously. Uh, what other tracks do we have? Uh, the Mr. Blobby song. I think I had on single. Mr. Blobby song. When Takes I was, back. was that age. So, I think you can by listening to our music. I think you can see the seeds. <laughs> by those influences, you can see those seeds. You can, you can extrapolate very, over, very far away. <laughs> you can extrapolate over the course of many thousands of miles to get where we are and to be able to create what we create now. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what led us down the path. Yeah, got into bands when I was really young. Uh, listened to tour loads of live shows before I should have been allowed into bars. Listen to tons of cool, heavier music. That'd have been in like the nineties. Uh, wanted to be in a band. Wanted to explore within rock, not just copy, not just emulate. And uh, that's exactly what we hope to do and keep doing and have done. Hopefully, with uh, the previous bands we've done, an entire Legion and Tricore uh, albums also available. <laughs> what? Because you? Were... I learned a cello when I was a wee nipper, like when I was five or something. That's when I started on the old cello, and then I started playing bass when I was about thirteen, I think. Mate, same 14. age. Yeah, Holy Young, shit. the youngest of possible teen years. That's, yeah, that's the age but to I start. I, to, I played it because I wanted to be in the school, uh, like rhythm and blues band, because they got. I was at a boys' school, and they got to mingle with girls. They got girls to come along from other schools to play in the rhythm and blues band so I was like what, what can I play to get into that band I can't play a wind instrument so oh, I'll play the bass I'll do no one else plays the bass that's cool man <laughs> that's cool and then I started listening to death metal so uh, it all went downhill from there how is your newest release different from music you've released previously were you guys trying to accomplish anything specific on this project this new release is our debut and it's self-titled. Except for a demo EP, I guess. Except for, yeah, we did a demo. Uh, we reworked the songs and remastered those songs. Those songs are on the album. There's only, there's only four. Those are the songs Killer Carter, Time After Time, Natural Man, and um, fucking... I'm the one. I'm the one. And those are, you know, released that as an EP to get our feelers out. And, all that. and uh, we thought, let's do more and put them on a on a I thought we should have stuck with just playing those four songs for the rest of time but everyone thought yeah we should just stick with just playing those four songs and never ever do anything else but Chris was, had other ideas I thought it was just a bad way to go I thought we should expand on what we've learnt and uh, and create and craft because that's the word I like to use uh, new songs and that's exactly what we did and we created a thing that i I'm not sure how popular they are, but uh, the format was called it's an album. And on an album, you have you have to really have a, at least ten songs, I think. Or normally, it's it's a time limit. It's, it's done by time. I think it's yeah, how it long two sides of vinyl lasts. Is that is that an official thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. You're, you're giving missing you're missing misinformed like, the, the, the listeners. The, the, I think where LP comes from, isn't it? Really long player. It's the Next time they go down the pub and there's a, there's, a, there's a question in a quiz, they're going to get it wrong because you've 
want them. There's an interesting thing when people have this uh, the introduction of the CD and like suddenly on a CD you could fit 74 minutes and then 80 minutes of music and uh, and so bands like started putting more and more music onto their CDs and had like 60 minute long albums when actually they only really had enough material for 40, 45 minutes. So they just padded it out with crap. So you got albums that were no longer... What crap? Well, like we listened to any, any Iron Maiden album after about 1990. Yeah. They're all kind of... They've got cracking songs on them still, but they've got padded, loads, like, loads of filler that they should have got rid of, but they didn't edit off because they were like, oh, we're going to give the punters... What, like weaker songs? Full, or... Yeah, yeah, just weaker songs and weaker... Or songs dragged on for too long because you've got that space to play, extra space to play. This, this is what some people reckon anyway, like you've got that extra space to play with, so it makes bands less tight in their writing. But I'd like to point out that the ZY Forda album is, uh, I think, tight as 44 or 45 minutes, so tight as a witch's cleft. That's right. And hopefully you'll all agree when you've listened, when you have a little listen. Uh, remove the part where it makes it look like I've never listened to any Iron Maiden albums. Remove the part dissing Iron Maiden in any way. <laughs> you know, in truth, I, I haven't got any Iron Maiden albums and uh, I've just pretty much listened to the best songs. Not <laughs> best of not the beast. Pretty much best of all the stuff. All, all the ones that have got big, I didn't really bother with the other ones. Man. They're a little bit before my time. Richard has, in fact, listened to every Iron Maiden album, so... Uh... He's he, such a fucking, he has, he's he such has, a muso. He has the metal, muso. metal cred for both of us. Uh, Jesus, man. Chris, yeah. I'll listen to all of them. All the music. <laughs> the only thing we wanted to accomplish was create a, an album of strong songs. That's it. That, to me, is the, the, is the purpose of, of being a musician, of being a songwriter, and doing anything to do with music, man. That's, that surely must be the purpose, just create strong music. Unless you're a hair metal band from the 80s. And then the point your, is, obviously... Your purpose is drugs and hoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wish that was, that was our purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you were in a different time. Yeah, at a time where I could get away with having long hair and wearing lipstick. Well, like now, I mean, nothing's stopping you, obviously. That's true. So, I mean, why... <laughs> <laughs> Too much effort actually the makeup. It's the sort of weird suspenders that <laughs> maybe yeah, take those off. Actually, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I mean, keep keep them off for now, man. What are some of the challenges you face as independent musicians in this technologically driven digital world? And since it does help us, tell us a few of the ways that it has helped you. <laughs> Brace yourselves, children. Chris is about to have a rant. I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to rant. <laughs> On the flip side, how has technology helped you if it has? Technology is great in terms of it's affordable now. Uh, if you put the work in it, into it, it's affordable to produce your own stuff, which is what we did. We produced our own album. Technology is great because distribution-wise, you can get it out there on all the fucking popular um, uh, rip-off platforms that pay next to nothing like... Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, anything like that. You, you can you can stick your stuff up there to your heart's content. Uh, and if you're if you if you're doing covers, you might go somewhere. You might you might have some 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 shit going down for you, kid. <laughs> 
And if you can do something kind of poppy and get that out of there, man, same. But uh, I don't think they're great forums for heavier types of music. Most of the time anyway, man. So that's the good side of it. The challenges of being an indie musician and an indie songwriter are saturation. The ease with which you can put stuff out there means yeah, that so the, many this, more people this, are putting stuff out there. The same technologies that, that have made stuff easier, made obviously made it easier, and this is, this is fucking great for everybody. Uh, but saturation is a big problem. Getting noticed is, is insanely difficult on online doesn't matter what forum you use um, piracy piracy is a has has damaged the industry irrevocably but it's also it was also a natural uh, and there was also a natural kind of way that that came about and you can see, you could see a mile off that it was going to go that way and perhaps things weren't put in place to protect but it's damaged it. It's damaged it in a big way in terms of opportunity. There's far less opportunities than there who once were. On the other hand, there's a lot of uh, label guys back in the day and, and now who are f- fucking bastards and make real poor decisions. So I'm not a fan of fucking labels. I'm not a fan of labels either, man. A lot of labels, some labels, and their decisions, man, because uh, their decisions are obviously, like many industries, based on short-termism, profit over substance, profit over integrity, this sort of thing doesn't matter. This is all fucking quite bleeding heart, liberal, artistic stuff to say, but it's true. It's just like fucking, it's just true, man. It's just the way it is. You just got to work with what's in front of you. And you can, every every single person that's created anything in the history of, of mankind has had the same deal, work or don't work. This is your fucking uh, playground. This is your canvas, man. Be free, do what you want to do or, or don't, you know, and we're no different. So every fucking guy that pirates, <laughs> I'm not saying round everyone up and kill them. That's, is that, I mean, you know, with that, I no, that's you, too I far. I think you literally said that. That's, that's, I think that's what you literally said. That's too far. We'll say that's too, we'll say that's just a, that's a, a, a skip and a jump too far over the line <laughs> that people should take it. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's incredibly difficult. Well, I mean, it's a challenge because it gives you this this massive opportunity to be able to get your music out really easily in terms of you push a button and it's there. But um, we are not particularly adept at the uh, the arts of social media uh, communications, and that seems to be the way to yeah. get your music out there. And so, if you're not if you're not marketing minded, I mean, this was the case in the old days as well, though, wasn't it? If you if you weren't marketing minded, then you're yeah. But in the old screwed. in the old days, spare for the, the the guys that managed to make it independently in those days, uh, you know, which there were many, had they had teams around them, they were signed, they had teams of people who were expert experts in these fields. There was no social media, but they're experts in marketing and promotion and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the guys that have the biggest chance today are the best self promoters. And not necessarily the best fucking songwriters. Not necessarily the best songwriters. Not necessarily the best players. So it kind of comes down and people by deciding they don't want to purchase music anymore have written themselves out of the market in a way and kind of deserve everything they get. 
that's whether that's good or bad music that results from them buying any music great for some people not so much for for other people pop is is doing really really well i think there's loads of pop stuff out there so if you're a fan of pop but i think that's because the dominant there's a big dominant female audience out there that's still willing to purchase music still willing to to put their money behind what they like even if it's you know uh fickle stuff for a couple of years but like <laughs> he says non-judgmentally but like you know they'll they'll support that and that's great and that's why you can't you can't judge that stuff and that's doing all right as a result uh heavy stuff like heavy rock and stuff metal all that sort of shit has always been for you having a drink oh that looks good <laughs> copella Delicious mm. apple juice. <laughs> Sponsored by Copella. Urine made with hand apples. <laughs> this actually would be, um, I think this would be referred to as apple cider in America. Apple cider? Yeah, it's not hard cider. Cloudy apple cider. <laughs> it's cider. Yeah, Pop has it uh, easy. Not easy. That's the wrong fucking thing. Pop's doing all right. There seems to be, uh, not only there seems to be sort of a decent amount of opportunities if you go down a more commercial route, there's starting to be a bit more experimentation, I think, in that area as well. Which I I can't say, you can't say, I don't know everything that's out there, man, do you know what I mean? But in terms of what seems to be getting attention, it doesn't seem to be that level of experimentation or difference in the metal world. Yeah, the there's the odd, there's the odd one or two bands, but there's a lot of bands that are bands good, that really good players really and stuff. Good, but but it's like they they bought the book of, of how to be how to be a good rock band, and they you know fucking front to back that book, and uh, they based their career on it, and they got somewhere. So <laughs> there you go. What does what does that say? Don't fucking listen. Don't listen to me. Where's the best place for us to connect with the Zedi Forder experience online so we can keep up with the latest news and find more music from you guys? Well, you can go to www.zedi4order.com. www.zedi4order.com. Rock. Dot rock? I oh, think. Man. I think exists. Nice. Uh, www.facebook.com forward slash Zedi Forder. Yeah. Is that right? Twitter. And please come over to Zedi Forder, uh, our Facebook page because we got like we got a couple of hundred people and uh you know we need to grow that we need to grow that and because those guys are great and post, post but you guys are also great and we want to we want to chat to you yeah yeah and tell you about all things english well we don't want to we don't want to like spend too much time actually chatting to no <laughs> to, well to the peons but well peon always reminds me of uh, warcraft <laughs> uh, you had your peons with the orcs okay <laughs> back to work back to work what? What do you want? Why do you keep touching me? Ready to work. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys want to add before we sign off? And again, thank you for your time. You guys have been a lot of fun and quite comical. I, I love it. Our album's released on June the 10th. It'll be available to download on Bandcamp. For, uh, we're doing, we're doing pay, as you, pay as much as you like for it. So you can get it for free if you're uh, feeling poor. If you're uh, not able to contribute, <laughs> if you're not able to contribute, that's fine. You can download their music anyway. Totally. But if you feel like you uh, want to contribute a little bit, you can choose how much you contribute, and then uh, you can download it from Bandcamp. So it's Bandcamp.com forward slash Underdog Elite. 
which is our pseudo pseudo label, label essentially it's from the release but you can also release our music the link will be on zi4.com yeah if you can't find it as well yeah. the 10th of June at the moment it's it, our stuff yourselves. is going to be exclusively on Bandcamp but what we'll, what we'll probably do is stick a few tracks on stuff like iTunes and Spotify and, and all that sort of Pandora all that sort of stuff Pandora yeah pro- yeah I guess yeah Pandora will probably be on it man. Deezer Deezer <laughs> The whole album won't be on it, and if it is, it'll be like months down the line before we stick that on. Maybe years, maybe never. Who knows? It's a mystery. Maybe we'll change our mind, and it will be. In fact, it is going to be on it now. <laughs> I'm putting it on there now. No, we're never going. I hate fucking streaming sites, and there's not even a reason. I just hate it. I just hate the name. Where else can we be found? Uh, Twitter.com forward slash zi forder. Is that right? Yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on. We've got. We've got stuff up on SoundCloud. But zi forder, by the way, is Z E D I F O R D E R. Yeah. If that if that wasn't obvious. Yeah, and it is. It's you know, however you choose to pronounce it. Some people call it, call us uh, zi forder. They're wrong. It's zi forder. And uh, yes, Z E Z. Sorry, Z. <laughs> ZZ Top. <laughs> oh, famous. Uh, we should be getting, we're doing some shows later on in the year to support the release. Um, in the UK. In the UK, it won't be. It, it won't be. Uh, it won't be anywhere. It would maybe if something. If something, a, a great opportunity comes along, we might go further afield, but we'll probably concentrate on the UK. Uh, do little spurts all over the UK. Um, I did like the motion of. He, he did. <laughs> Spanking myself off. If anyone wants to host us in Tennessee, yeah, then give us a bell and we'll yeah. pop. If anybody across. wants to pay for our flights and our accommodation, we'll be up for that. And we'll, a fee we'll come over and, and provide us with all the equipment. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, because we can't really bring anything. And food support acts. We need food and food. We need drinks. You need to sort out. Yeah, you need to sort out the, the support acts for us. Low jobs, um, green cards. Stipend for like after we left. Uh, per diem, yeah, per diem. If we could. If you could just, if perhaps you could just pay an income, like an, an annual income. Yeah, like a, uh, maybe sort of uh, like double, double average yearly wage or something like that. London. Yeah, London wage. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're close enough to London. We're to close enough to can. London to do because to, to to be able to cover our our living expenses. And not like not averages in the actual average, but averages in like. You know the average, not not taken down by all those people who aren't actually earning anything. You know the the, the, the shifted up average. The the inner city, yeah, lot the that's who we're like. That's C- who we're eyeing City of London, city of London, the city of London. Because otherwise, we just can't compete with A- anyone. We're out of the we're pretty much out of the game. Yeah, unless you unless, unless you give us give us that sort of support, that level of support. Yeah, um, I don't want to. Maybe I'm overstepping the boundary. Houses. 
in the middle of Tennessee area. If you yeah, did. so we could pop across whenever, and that would be great because then we can just you know come and we, you don't have to provide us with hotels every night. Just give us a ranch, a ranch. Because yeah. then, then what I'm trying to do is save money here. Then we can all stay on the same. Chris can, the same compound. Can run free in the orchards. I'd like to run free. I like like a horse, so like, a, like a like a steed. And peel them. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting there, and I'm liking it. Holy shit. So Middle Tennessee Music, thank you very much for letting us ramble on and uh, talk to you guys. I really hope you enjoy the music. So it's, it's goodbye from me, Chris. It's goodbye from Richard. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks very much. Take it easy. Listen to us, zdecorder.com. tuning in to the mid 10 listens five at five if you want to show your support for this podcast as well as middle tennessee music.com you can check out joshua and brett's book getting your music heard online written by indie musicians for indie musicians who prefer a do-it-yourself approach now available for middle tennessee music.com amazon kindle and coming to paperback very soon how large is your this is a bit of a personal one um I don't, we, don't, we don't want to answer that, that question. How large is your, your genitalia? That's not something... That's mine, not something I'd be prepared mine to Mine is answer. below average size. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to go that far. That's... It's... it's I'm not trying to be rude, below but, average but Middle Tennessee music, it's, it's none of your business. It's not something you're ever going to find out. If he, if he wears shorts while drumming, you might just get a sneaky peek. I pad out. So even if I, even if they saw, they, all they'd see is the, the socks that I stuck okay, down okay. in for extra girthage. <laughs> <laughs> extra, fucking extra eye, eye sores. Amaracons. Band. Probably for Amaracons. They may have even come, Frank come from Tennessee. Drummer. Let's say they did. I don't know where they They're from Texas. They came from Tennessee, I think. Te- Middle Tennessee. I'm almost certain that they are nah, from Z- Texas. ZZ Top came from Middle <laughs> Tennessee. Like, I'm sure. I'm pretty fucking just sure. just making that up. Like. Most stuff, I think, comes from there, man. But all the people that came from Middle Tennessee, <laughs> Elvis, uh, Limbiscuit, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg came from Middle Tennessee. Uh, the Pope. Walt Current Disney. Pope. Walt Disney Walt came Disney. from Middle Tennessee. Hitler. Hitler didn't. He of didn't. course he didn't. No, Hitler, he was an evil man. They only create awesome in Middle Tennessee. There's no, there's no evil crap going on there, man. Um, Barack Obama came from Middle Tennessee. Of course, and, yes. Uh, and or, and or, birth certificate to prove that he came from Middle Tennessee. He did. He did. And or Trump, whichever, whichever side of the fence you're on. You know, both of them came from Middle Tennessee. Or so didn't. We don't want to... We want... You know, we're, we're good with everyone's money. Uh, who else... Linford Christie. 
Then for Christie, um, Michael Jim, Jordan, Michael Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey came from Middle Tennessee. He's one. He's like uh, he's one of your comic sons. <laughs> I'm sure they know that. Liberace, Liberace came from Middle Tennessee. <laughs> um, one of the most famous ones is obviously Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill, yeah. He, born and he, raised in Middle Tennessee. Born and raised in Middle Tennessee, but then came across to England and managed to affect a very posh English accent for the entire time that he was well, he's, He was putting it on. He was obviously putting it on. Yeah, and not many people know that, actually. But to the, just think how amazing that is. You're, you're born and raised in Middle Tennessee, and you stream across the Atlantic and save a country you, from war. Well, you see, yeah, you see the, the politics that's happening across there, and you, you sit in... David Lloyd George's cabinet during World War One. Yeah. Well, let, well, hang on. You're you're, going, you're fast forwarding, my friend. Let's not forget the Boer War and the well, role he played in the Boer War. Certainly, didn't he invent concentration camps? I don't know. Someone. Well, <laughs> well, wait. Moving along. Go, moving go, on go. from that. Moving, like, <laughs> moving along from uh, from uh, from that. No, but yeah. Then he, he went on. He 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 saved he saved us. Or he was there. He was propelling us. He gave great oratory to to the masses. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Middle Tennessee. Of course, of course. Again, oh. he's another one who just puts on the accent for his career. Oh, but he moved out and went to Austria afterwards, didn't he? He was yeah. young. But he was born in Middle Tennessee, so I don't understand why he has never run for president. I've, I've no idea. Because you can bet your ass he would. Noel Edmonds. <laughs> if anyone knows who Noel Edmonds is in America, that'd be amazing. Noel Edmonds is probably best known for the house party. He's one of your more famous sons in this country, in the UK. Uh, famous wearer of blouses, Noel Edmonds. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's always wearing a blouse. Or a shirt that looks very much like a blouse. <laughs> I've never fucking seen that, man. <laughs> he always wears really flowery shirts. That look like blouses. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he does. He does wear <laughs> weird fur. And he for ages he didn't seem to age. Possibly yes, but it might have been the beard. Just hid all his wrinkles. Yeah, it could have been the beard, man. I don't mind Nile Evans. You know, I've got to say it. I'd would I kiss him on the ass? Maybe. That's it. That's all the people. So the population is quite small. If you think about it, we just Colonel running... Sanders actually. Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken. From Middle Tennessee? It's from Middle Tennessee. Should be Middle Tennessee fried chicken. Oh, my life. Yeah. I never, I never knew this. I never knew the, the, the ones you said anyway. Obviously, I knew. I had my own um, book worth of awesome names, but yeah, I've just doubled the amount I can answer. Pop quiz. I'm on top of it. Harvey Milk. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Mugabe is one of the biggest. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the biggest. He's one of the biggest surprises, I think. If you could, <laughs> if you could, if you could name anybody that came from Middle Tennessee, that would be one of the biggest surprises. It's the current, the current dictator of, of Zimbabwe, Robert Mugabe, 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 as he likes to be called. Angela Merkel, Middle Tennessee. Angela Merkel. Mm, yeah. A lot of people. Some like she's a she's she's marmite to many people. Some people like her. I quite like her. 
I like her in some ways, and I don't like her in other ways. Oh, yeah? She's like... And what other ways do you like her, Rich? I like her like I like Marmite. In, Spread not, all not over. Very, not very much. <laughs> Spread all over. <laughs> Spread all over. Don't demean our, our female politicians by making innuendos about them, Chris. She's not our. Female That's politician. true, fuck it. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, I like her. I like her, I like her a lot. <laughs> John Cleese. No, he was from Upper Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, get, no, that's right. Get it that was, right. Uh, it was Eric Idle who was from Middle Tennessee. Eric Idle was. Before they went on to create perhaps the best comedy troupe of all time. Morgan and Wise. 